Good afternoon. This is the Tomorrow Christian Today, reading out 2 Thessalonians 3 in the NLT. But let us ask the Lord to give us wisdom in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for your spirit. Thank you for salvation that you've made us aware of and given given to us as a gift through your spirit. Your son was 100% spirit-led. He had the mind of Christ, the mind of God in him. And so must we have the same spirit, your mind, the mind of our Savior, the blessed Lord Jesus in us. Help us to be spirit beings, not flesh beings, to, to live by the spirit, not by the flesh. The world is the flesh, it's the emptiness, Lord. It's emptiness, it's vanity, it's ego. It's going nowhere. It's going towards termination. And we want to be different. We want to go the other way. We want to come towards you. We want to love you so that we want to live forever in your presence and through your joy. Bless us now as we read your word that it may sanctify us and make us perfect unto salvation, I pray. In the name of the Christ, the Holy One of Israel, I ask. Amen. Paul's request for prayer. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we ask you to pray for us. Pray that the Lord's message will spread rapidly and be honored wherever it goes, just as when it came to you. Pray, too, that we will be rescued from wicked and evil people, for not everyone is a believer. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And we are confident in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things that we commanded you. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. I personally am very grateful for people who do translate the Bible and who have so much wisdom and intelligence that God has given them this magic with words that they can take the Bible, the text, it's a little bit harder to understand and be able to translate it into common English and everyday parlance that I can understand. And it just makes it so much more fun, so much more understanding. And you just see that God is speaking to us. You just feel that personal, personal touch, that personal connection. God is speaking to us and that he's using his servants like Paul, like the apostles, like the prophets of old, to to communicate that there is a God, that we are in the presence, that we are not just in the presence of God that gives us the physical bread, but we are in the presence of God that gives us the spiritual bread, the operating software, the Windows infinity for our hearts. Because without that software, without that spirit, you can't do anything. You can't be happy. You can't be joyous. You can't go forward. You can't progress. You have no incentive. There's no reason to do anything because there's nothing, there's no reward coming. There's no incentive to be better. There's no, there's no point in developing your character because all your destiny is, de- is death, termination, lifelessness, and a cold hole in the ground. And entropy wins, uh, death wins, nihilism wins, fatalism wins. What, what's up with that? That's not truth. That's a lie. An exhortation to proper living. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition they receive from us. For you know that you ought to imitate us. We are not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so that we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. So Paul says, just because you're a Christian, just as you don't get to sit around, you don't get to be lazy. And there's a lot of people who want handouts. They want, they're a victim, they're a victim, they're a victim. They want handouts. They have this entitlement attitude. 
you are entitled to serve me. No. According to Paul, that's not the spirit of Christianity. The spirit of Christianity is rugged conservatism. Pull yourself up by your bootstrings and try to get better. Make yourself better and study and think and learn and grow and go forward. And whatever you find to do, whatever your hand finds to do it, do it with all your might and strength and do it for excellence. Good is not good enough. Very good is not good enough. Excellence is not good enough. It's holiness. Even while we were with you, we gave you this command. Those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Wow, that sounds pretty serious. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. Yeah, there are people in the church who are busybodies, I have to say. There are people who just gossip and they love to gossip and they love to start things. They love to just walk around and just make chit chat and idle talk and blah, 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 blah. And he said this, do you know this and this and that? And there are people like this everywhere and there are people like this in church too. What else is new? We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so that they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. So, you know, maybe this is good for me because I tend to get defensive. I tend to get my back up if I think somebody's trying to uh, finagle me into something. And I think sometimes you have to be able to say no because you don't, you, you don't really want to hurt people's feelings. But sometimes you have to be able to say, no, uh, that's not for me or no, I'm not comfortable with that. You know, like I, I have to go to people and try to get them to serve in the church. And if they don't want to serve, they don't want to serve. It's kind of like, well, if you don't want to serve, who do you, why do you think I do? Why, why do you get to be exempt from it? Right. Maybe maybe I'm conflating two things here because Paul is talking about earning your keep, making money, having a salary taking care of yourself instead of this social handout, this entitlement, you, you need to give me a uh, thing. So I don't, I'm lazy. Like people, why, why do people have to work if they get handouts? If the government keeps giving people handouts um, because they're victims, why, why, do they, why, why do you have to work? You have to work when you have to have some self-respect. I think Paul is saying you have to have some self-respect. Men and women have to have self-respect. If you don't have self-respect, then you'll be treated bad by anybody that comes along. You have to have self-respect and a sense of pride, not evil pride, good pride, a sense of dignity, a sense of nobility, a sense of conservatism, a sense of ruggedness. I think that's why America was founded and even Canada as well. Now may the Lord of peace give himself, give you his peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. Here is my greeting in my own handwriting, Paul. I do this in all my letters to prove they are from me. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all.